This is Rahel, mom of two girls, Amara and Ava. This is Jen, mom to my little Ollie, and we're two best friends navigating motherhood, career, and personal fulfillment. And this is the Dope as a Mother podcast. Hey y'all, and welcome to our first episode where we're going to discuss our pregnancy and birth journey. This should be exciting. You know, hopefully I can remember everything. (laughs) You should go first because Amara, you had Amara first. Yes. You were like one of the the first to have their kids in our friend groups. So in our tribe. Yeah. In our tribe. Um, Yeah. So when we got married in what, 2018, we started pretty early because I was afraid that it might not happen as fast. And I Mm -hmm. kept seeing all these stories of Mm -hmm. people, you know, taking forever to get pregnant. And I didn't want that to be my story. I, you know, we like to plan our lives and I did not want that to happen. So I should have heard those stories because I did not hear those stories that you were. (laughs) We started uh, pretty early on. So we got married in, when was it? April? End of April. We started probably in July and we got pregnant in August. So it happened maybe a month or two after Mm -hmm. we started. And it only happened that quick, I think, because one of my friends um, told me, to try using the ovulation sticks. Um, It helped her really fast after they started trying. They were trying for three months, and then the moment they started using ovulation sticks, they got pregnant. Um, I had always tracked my period from high school, so I knew I was pretty regular, but you know, you want to make sure that you are being efficient with your time, (laughs) that you're doing it when it's going to matter, right? so yeah, it happened pretty quickly. Um, the pregnancy was pretty easy. I will say I had nausea the first 12 months, or sorry, 12 weeks. <laughs> 12 weeks. You have nausea for 12 weeks. <laughs> oh, no, 12 weeks. Um, just as they say, right? Like after first yeah, trimester, yeah. it was gone. And it was just like that. It went away. Um, and the rest of the pregnancy was great. Great. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the whole, you know, classes at loom uh we did the the one one weekend class was the saturday class yeah. learned everything um did you go in person or were you person. like virtual oh. it was person, so, yeah it was 20 what year 2018 2019 um yeah in person and then i planned for a vaginal and i remember being terrified of epidurals and i mm. did not I was one of those, I'm going to try not to get it. I didn't know you were just epidural. Okay. I did not want epidural. Um, I was afraid of the needle, all the, you know, all the stories people tell you. And yes, like, I was reading a lot of crazy stories yeah. about that. Yes. And so um, I obviously I wanted vaginal. I did not want a C-section, but we were prepared for that if it was going to happen. Um, you know, she was due on the 28th of what April, which was our anniversary. She literally came May 1st. My contraction started. On her, on her due date. And then that was on a Sunday. They started, they weren't that bad. I went all the way through Tuesday morning. Um, we went to the hospital. Everything was like normal, right? Um, we got there Tuesday morning. I, you know, wasn't progressing as fast. Um, we had a birthing plan, but I do feel like my doctor acted like she was going to go along with it the mm. whole time, all of our appointments. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the moment... We got in the room. She's going along with it, but she it felt rushed. Like she mm. wanted me to hurry and progress. But I wasn't um 
I wasn't going to like give in that easy and I wanted to still try vaginal and everything was fine. Then they started Pitocin and then things were not fine after that. Um, uh, I'll take it back. So we did do the epidural right around 1 PM when we got there in the morning. We got there in the morning, but then we did the epidural. Um, Great. I recommend it. (laughs) Hundred percent. Um, it wasn't that bad. I didn't feel not, any pain. It's really not that um bad. my water broke as I was hunched over. Same. Right. Yes, it was that was, same thing happened to me. I was like, Oh, my water broke. Yes, epidural grade. Um and then I got to I think six centimeters and mm-hmm. the contractions were coming. Her every time I had a contraction, the baby's heart rate was slowing down. Um, and so we had, at some point, I think it was, it was before midnight that night. I, the doctor was saying what she recommended with a C-section. Mm. I went with it. I mm. decided, okay, we'll do it. But I, I, I did that not, you know, I wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like an emergency situation, yeah. but I did feel confident mm. in being able to make that decision, you know, for ourselves and not someone else. What made it. you not want to wait a little bit longer? Her, the baby, okay. Amara. I didn't want like because of the heart rate dropping. I yes. didn't. I didn't want anything that could have happened. Yeah, to yeah. be worse, right? If yeah. I waited, or you know, I didn't want to think of myself in that moment. It mm-hmm. was about her. Yeah. And um, and then she ended up having the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck. So who, you know, who, who, yeah. if I had a vaginal, I don't know what could have happened. So sure. I, I'm happy with that decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say when like I hear <laughs> other stories of uh you know, my friends having vaginal or like it being quick. I, there was one moment where one of my friends had <laughs> delivery and I was like, oh, I had a, a very quick moment mm-hmm. of like, oh, you know, what if I would have tried? You know, yeah. yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't call it jealousy, but it was like a little like, oh, could I have tried? You know, yeah. like, or should I have waited? I don't know. But she's here. She's healthy. She, you made I'm the safe. Best decision I'm fine. You could yeah. have in that moment. Yeah. That's all you can um, do. So, yeah. And it, I mean, that we were not prepared for um, a C-section delivery when we got back home. Like, I just thought vaginal. Um, so there are little things that, like, around the house that, you know, we could have done ahead of time. Like, making things more accessible for me, like, in the mm-hmm. shower. Oh, um, yeah. What was that like? The sh- what's the, what was the shower like after that? You have to you shower to the back. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I, I take everything mm-hmm. to, like extra when yes. they tell you two weeks i'm like oh let's wait for so yeah you know in the in the hospital they're like okay shower with the water hitting your back and i said okay and i kept doing that for two weeks until my sister's like you can shower the other way you can make the water it's okay and i'm like no that have been me too i was like no i was just i'm i've never had surgery of yeah. any kind i've never broken a bone so this for me was like, it was like it was a lot and it's major surgery and you don't realize it until you go through it and right. um yeah it was does your stomach feel after like is it and also, how does, down, and how does down there feel? Oh, down there is fine. So you're I'm not, you're good. good. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Because, like, you're pushing. But, yeah. like, you weren't pushing. No, but... we didn't get to that part yet. We didn't oh, even get to pushing. Didn't get to pushing. No. It stopped it. Okay, so, but, okay, water to the back. Yes. <laughs> the shower. Just, just even, like, pull, bringing down the shampoo down so I'm not, like, reaching or, t- you know, like, doing too And, much. like, how was your mobility? Like, how did you feel with, you know, with the yeah. baby and that I was, the, you know, the first like week or so you're moving slow yeah. and you can't have, you can't, well, you can cough and sneeze, but you have to be careful. You have to put a pillow over your stomach. Like you can't, oh. you, you can't pick up things. Only your baby. Only That's the only baby. thing you pick up for, I think six weeks. Like, yeah. You can't go longer than that. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I was, I just tried to rest. Okay. I didn't try to do too much. Okay. Walking. Like I still had a little incision pain. Yeah. Um, when I would walk too much. 
Oh. And they tell you, this is what pisses me off. They tell you to walk around, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. but then it's like, but it hurts. Uh-huh. I can't, like, I can't move like that. Okay. Um, this, okay. So I'm try to rest until you, you know, and I'm taking my, uh, managing pain, I think is the most important thing. Um, do not skip on your pain medication. I mean, unless it makes you sick, but like, for me, I, I didn't become addicted. I didn't, you know, people yeah. are afraid of that, right? Like, they I don't mean, want to. Like, yeah. stay on your meds. Yeah. After it manages the pain so like, you yeah. can do what you can, you know, so yeah. you can move around more. That's really what it is. Like, they want to make sure you can move yeah. around and get, you know, but obviously I was like swollen everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hmm. other than that, like, it, you, you, you heal. I, I got another appointment. So usually they still make you wait the six uh-huh. weeks before you're seen. Okay. Uh-huh. But this time, because I, said I had the incision pain. She said, okay, well, we'll come in two weeks. Okay. So I went in two weeks and then I went in again at the six week mark. Um, you have to remove your own, well, I had dissolvable stitches, okay. but the tape, right? Like there's tape that they put okay. on there. You have to remove your own tape. That part freaks me out. Um, it's a lot. I don't understand why they don't just have you come in to do some of these things because yeah, it's a lot. Oh, let's go back. I cried in the hospital because they wanted me to shower. And I was afraid of like, oh, yes, that's first shower. You're so afraid. You're afraid. You're and so then you afraid. have, I'm bandaged. And they, <laughs> yeah. they wanted me to do it to take off the tape yeah. around my incision so that they could come and like clean it and put another one on. But yeah. I just broke down. I was like, I can't, I don't know what yeah, I'm doing. You feel like you yeah. just had a baby. You're like, what the hell is going on? And you had surgery. So yeah. it's just, I can imagine yeah. how that <laughs> must have felt yes. like. Is it like, because I've never asked anyone with a C-section, like, do you feel like your recovery was, like, quick? No, No. and I think that's the myth that people had back in the day. I don't know about now. Yeah, I was, they always make, people make it seem like. They think C-section is, like, the easy way out. Yeah, that it's it's quicker to heal. No, no. Because it takes, for the incision, you think, like, you have a cut, like, if it's cut, there's layers. There's layers (laughs) to the stomach. Yes, and so. It was not quick at all. Mm. And then even with just having the one, the first child, like, yeah. it, it's not easier because there's no other toddler to take care of. It's still, it was the same for both. Um, it, I think, is also mental. Because I have heard some people that have said, oh, I was at Target and this and I'm doing Yeah, this and I'm stuff. like, like, really? After, like, after, because it's a major yeah. surgery, like you yeah. said. I'm like, yeah. And everybody wow. uh, heals or feels it differently. I just, for me, I just think, regardless of a C-section or not, just heal your body because you just deliver right. baby, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was not easier. It wasn't, you know, anything that people think it is not that. It's like, it's a lot. It, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. On top of not sleeping in on the other side. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was that journey. Well, yeah. And now I want to hear about Ollie. Mm. Because... This is this is probably gonna take <laughs> the rest of our. <laughs> okay, yeah. Th- so the the fertility journey was not as easy as for Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, I have PCOS, so I kind of knew that I would have a little bit of a struggle, um, and I was like prepared for that. Um, but I not like Rahel in the sense of doing the the ovulation sticks. First, I was kind of like, oh, let's just see, let's just have sex and like see what happens. That, that was not working. Okay, after months, that was not working. The wait and see, that didn't happen. Obviously, we're, you know, I was, I got pregnant at 34. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, I became pregnant almost a year after trying. I think it was a little bit less than a year. Um, and we did IUI. So I did do the ovulation sticks once I went to the doctor and said, hey, I've been just seeing what happens. It's not happening. 
Um, and my period wasn't always super regular. So she was like, yeah, let's do the ovulation sticks to see if you're ovulating, see what's happening. Then if that's not, then we speak with a specialist and decide what we're going to do. So he, he recommended doing IUI first. Um, and I think we didn't do IUI. We did like parts. So we did like the trigger shot, which just gets you ovulating. So you can just do it naturally. And then we did it once, didn't work. So we're like, let's just go straight to IUI. We probably could have did it a second time with a trigger shot. And I think it probably would have worked naturally. But I was just like, I don't want to keep going through this. Let's just go straight to IUI. And we got pregnant in the first round, which I was like pleasantly surprised because a lot of the times it's like three. It sometimes takes two or three. Yeah. Um, so first round, we were pregnant. I did not have any like nausea really. I just had, I just didn't want to eat a lot. There are certain mm -hmm. things I didn't want to eat. Mm -hmm. um, or I didn't, I just didn't have a taste for. I feel like I literally all I wanted to do was like have water and salad and fruit, which is like, <laughs> which sounds like, I wish. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, okay. But that's really like all I wanted. And I had like maybe moments of nausea, but it wasn't like they say like the traditional yeah. three yeah. three months you're nauseous. Like I didn't really feel that. I was just tired and I just there was a lot. I just didn't want to eat. And that was pretty much it. And then um I had a I love my pregnancy. I had an easy pregnancy. I always say I could do I could be pregnant again. That no problem. Um I enjoyed it. I guess like I'm not, I shouldn't say I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed parts of it. Yeah. I think by the yeah. by the end obviously you I would like I was done. Yeah. And I chose to be induced on my date. Mm -hmm. I was like, doesn't matter what's happening that date, we, it, we need to be yeah. induced. So I made an appointment to make sure that, because I didn't want to go over the date. Mm -hmm. And when you're in your mid when you're in your mid thirties, it's not really good to go. They don't recommend that you go over your date. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, please, mm -hmm. please make that happen. Um, so I got induced and I do remember I, we talked about this earlier. I was in a good mood. I was very happy. I was so excited. I did not know that like once you get induced, it's gonna take. It could take like a day. <laughs> like, yeah. So I was like, uh, what? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like it's gonna come maybe in a few hours. Um, and oh yeah, we did do classes and all of that. We did it through UCLA, and there were a lot of classes. It was like a mini class. Mm -hmm. Um, so, which I definitely helped prepare you. But honestly, there's nothing that can prepare you for those first day, first week. So. Um, but I, so yeah, I got induced. I was moving along. They did the, it's the one that they put in, like, I forget what they, it's the pill that goes inside mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your badge. Yeah. Um, I got that and then they did want to do the Foley balloon. I said, no, nope, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I heard it's painful. I just like, I don't care how long yeah. it's going to take now. I think they gave me a second pill. And is that the Pitocin? I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. I know they gave me Pitocin. I just don't know if that's the pill or something else. I can't remember because it's kind of all all a blur. Um, and then it, it sped up and I was the same. I was kind of like, I'll do an epidural if I need it, yeah. but I'll go as long as I can. Yeah. And then the waves <laughs> of pain <laughs> started rolling in. And I was like, oh my, it's like, go take a shower because I was a shower in the room. See how you feel. I was like, should I wait for the doctor to come? And she was like, do you think that pain is going to change anymore? Like the nurse. And I was like, probably not. She's like, let's get the anesthesiologist to come in here. Um, because I did do the shower and I still felt the same. It didn't really change anything. It's not helping. The water on it is fine. So uh, I'm like, literally like my forehead it's like to my husband's forehead like we're like he's like helping me breathe the waves of pain are coming in i'm waiting for them to like prep the, mm -hmm. the epidural um i thought i was a lot less along than i thought i was and i think i was like six or seven yeah. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so great when it kicks in because you're just like, it's just like you can like have a sigh of relief. Yeah. Yeah. Which I couldn't really sleep. So the reason why I couldn't sleep is the baby's heart rate was starting to go down when I would go on my side. So they're like, okay, let's not have you sleep on that side. And then, you know, it'll get better. And so, like, I would sleep on the other side, and it wasn't happening. So mm-hmm. we were in the clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my contractions were coming too quickly, which I couldn't really tell because obviously yeah. I have the epidural. And so all of a sudden, like, everybody kind of rushes, and they're like, get on your knees. I'm, like, trying to get on my knees. And mind you, I'm, like, numb for the waist mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dill's trying to stay as calm as he can. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? Because you're kind of, like, loopy at the same time. So you're kind of like, what? That happened to you and then, oxygen. They had to get rushed And then they're like, oxygen. Yeah. put this thing, they shoot you with the, some meds in your thigh. Like, And I was like, huh? And they're like, okay, we're good. It was like literally everybody stormed in. It was almost like, what is happening? And then everything calmed down. Mm-hmm. And then I would say maybe, goodness, maybe 30 minutes to an hour later, it was time. It was like, mm-hmm. go time. And I was like, let's do it. I pushed them out in like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's, Oof. Do you want to get into Ava? Yeah, that's very different from the first. What were the differences? Everything. I'm not, I, <laughs> I know you, I know you were sick a lot. Tell everyone if Ava was my first child, mm-hmm. I would not have a second. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, the pregnancy, <laughs> everything. Like it was a lot, um, a lot. You had a trick baby. It, it was a trick baby. Amara, Amara, was, Amara a trick was your baby. hundred percent. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm laughing because it's she's a creepy. I love, I love my baby, but like oh, everything from the pregnancy to the birth to the sleeping, it's like it's been off. yeah. Um, so we scheduled the C-section this time. Mm-hmm. You're prepared. <laughs> um, also, I will say different hospital. Okay, oh, also. okay. So um, Ava was with Kaiser. Uh, Amara was another hospital. Okay. I'm not gonna mention. Okay. Um, great hospital though. I, I love. D- yeah. Good experience at both. Um. So with Ava, we scheduled the C-section. Um, I did have an option to do a mm. V-back, which is vaginal. Oh, it's called a feedback? V-back. Oh, V-back. Um, oh, I used to do that on the forum. And I did not know what that yeah. meant. Yeah. Okay. So I had an option to do that. Um, I did want to have... So I went back and forth on when we would get pregnant the second time around. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to do like the... Because with C-section, you have to wait 18 months. Or at least that's what my doctor told me. Uh-oh. You have to wait 18 months uh, before you can try for your second Mm -hmm. or your next pregnancy Mm -hmm. and so um we went back and forth we're gonna wait we're gonna do it and then COVID hit and i'm like well no because then i was unemployed and (laughs) we're not doing that um so then we decided to wait a little bit and then we were ready to start trying and um it wasn't easy at first because my period decided to disappear and for someone who's always had regular periods it was you know it was a little different but i also thought maybe because oh i had another pregnancy before and i also have hypothyroidism so and i had that even before amara um so i thought you know you know things are just a little different now and i'm four Mm -hmm. years older Mm -hmm. or three and a half years older at the time um so yeah we tried to start and my period disappeared didn't have a cycle didn't know what was going on Ovulation things weren't working this time around. Um, Welcome to I'm going to save that whole story. Yeah, another that's another episode. That's, that's but let's just, I just want to say we started the process yeah. of it not being as easy. But then we got pregnant. Okay. Um, got pregnant. <sighs> Sick. Every day. Now, I, w- I was waiting for that magical 12 weeks. Yeah, it's going to go like, away. It's coming. It's coming. Um, 
I did not throw up, but I was nauseous every day. And then I had developed heartburn and every day was every day, every week, there was a new thing to overcome. Mm. Um, and then that turned into like prenatal depression because who will not be sad? <laughs> they don't if feel you're better. Constantly you're constantly sick. sick. Yeah. Um, and I feel for the women who actually do throw up and they, you know. Just oh my God. Didn't like Amy Schumer throw up like throughout her whole freaking yeah, pregnancy? I don't, I don't know how. Like mentally you are just. And she would get up and do yeah. stand up. Yes. I know. Um, and I was working through this. So yes, I get it. Like you and a toddler already had tomorrow right like right yeah okay you know now having ollie and like mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that you were like working sick as a dog and then having amara and amara was still young you yeah. know she's not like where she is now mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. oh she's I, seen me cry i can't like i cried in front of her and she's like what's going on <laughs> and I'm like, like how can you not rage. i mean it's a lot um and what else was going on with that pregnancy um I started to see a, a therapist yeah. to get me through starting in August. And I was, my due date was uh, end of November um, or no, actually early December, but because of the C-section, we scheduled it a week early. Um, and you so started the therapy before. I started therapy in That's August so good because I wanted before. to get ahead of whatever. I wish I would have did that. And, yeah. 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 That's so smart. Um, and it helped. And I was doing weekly appointments. Yeah. And then after the baby came, we moved it to every two weeks because mm-hmm. it's just too much going on um and i think it helped a lot at least you mm-hmm. have someone i talked to talk mm-hmm. through that we talked through some of the anxiety around having mm-hmm. another baby um yeah everything yeah emotional all the, even like support how how we felt about or how i felt about having support how to mm. use that support because mm. sometimes it's not just oh my mom's gonna help you know you got to tell them exactly how you want them to help you <laughs> um we talked about everything that. and then even after i had the baby we talked about like how I was coping, the anxiety I was feeling. Oh, it was a lot. Um, anyway, with the plan C section, it's a little different. Um, at least at Kaiser, like they, they give you like, oh my God, the, the pre or yeah, the pre surgery, like appointment. It's a list of things you have to do to prepare your body. It's like wiping your body down the morning or the night before. And then the morning of your surgery. Um, even if you schedule the surgery, you have to wait because the priority goes to the, the moms who are, Mm -hmm. you know, in the, in the middle of it and yeah, yeah they're having to do that um what else uh yeah so all of the preparation and then it's different because you you in what in, in a sense you do know what's going to happen but you also don't know what's going to happen because now it's not epidural it's a spinal uh which is i mean it's yeah. it's administered this all oh, the similar same okay. way um but now it's all this extra stuff that they're doing to you that you i had no clue they did the first time oh. around like all of the cleaning and the shaving and all that stuff that like, they are prepping you the and, and you are you are awake i mean yes i was awake the first time around but the first time around i also had like some extra drugs i don't know what right you're me, just kind of going a, through I it and... i didn't feel anything no tugging all this stuff the second time i felt they were in my throat it felt like oh my god wait a minute it's you don't feel pain but like you feel the pressure and the tugging i didn't feel any of that the first time wait a minute <laughs> back up this sounds insane so they were they shaving your stuff what are they, they shaving oh, they shave. the, 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 the... So, so even before i even got into the surgery room yeah they shave all the hair around and then even when you get to the surgery room they clean they tell you what's going on so yeah. they're like, okay we're gonna clean you up they were like kind of like a car wash <laughs> <laughs> I mean, car wash yes. wait 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 okay so they're 
prepping my prepping body. Even though body. I'm not having a vaginal, they yeah. still are cleaning everything. They're cleaning and shaving and yes. And you feel like you're feeling everything. You're feeling the pressure. Oh, once they once they once they get yeah. into me. Yeah. <laughs> After the yeah. you're in the anesthesia, yeah. but you're still feeling pressure. You're yeah. still feeling them like tugging on you. Yes. Oh, also the anesthesiologist um, is asking me, Oh, do you feel this? Do you feel that? Like before they start the yeah. surgery. He's testing. Yes. Right? And I, I would okay. hope. <laughs> yes, but it's oh so much pressure because you're like trying to focus. Yeah. And did I feel that? Did I not? Like because if you did, yeah, so you, you, you want to make sure right. that you. <laughs> and I'm trying to be very clear in my communication with him, like what I actually felt, just to make sure, you know, that yeah. we're on the right track. And and I want to say I had a great team at the hospital. Because we hear so many stories of, you know, women dying and not being, you know, cared for the way that they should be. And I was, I shouldn't be surprised, Mm -hmm. but I was. Yeah, I think when you're like preparing for your birth, especially your first birth, you read the forms, you read the boards, you're like, you want to hear people's birth stories. And then I feel like you read so many bad ones Mm -hmm. that you get to be like, okay, I only want to read positive ones because otherwise or none at all or none at all yeah. and i think for me once i started to see some some negative ones and i'm seeing them because i'm searching epidural and non-epidural all these different types to see but so you're coming across these stores and you're just like oh my god you have to like take a step back and just like read the positive so that you go into it mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. more positive like yes. this is going to be a good experience obviously when you step in you never know what's going to happen and how yeah. things are going to unfold but mm-hmm. All you yeah. can do is let your due diligence, but yeah, those stories yeah. will have you like... At some point, you have to, you, I mean, if you want a, a hospital birth, right, you do have to, I mean, you could ask and see who's going to be on staff, mm-hmm. but it always changes. So you do, at some point, have to, like, release and, like, let go and know that you are in good hands, yeah. hopefully. Like, I, I like this doctor this time yeah. around, um, and I trusted her um, just by some of the things that she would say during our appointment. Like, when I go to her and I tell her I'm feeling sick, she would say, well... You, there are options where you are not supposed to suffer through this so yeah. we will figure it out yeah. and that just that alone made me know like okay she's like there for me she's here, right. um and then you know i had a majority i would say black female nurse staff and oh. also i mean anesthesiologist he was an asian that's male really nice. young um but he was great um but yeah i think a lot of them were traveling nurses too so mm. Um, you know from different parts yeah. of the world and yeah the nursing in the in the surgery room as well as post-op that's really great yeah yeah that's that really great. great so i felt good um and then the, the recovery for her was similar you know nothing like mm-hmm. crazy um i stayed on top of my medication again tried to get as much rest meaning like lay down yeah. <laughs> i wasn't sleeping much um but um yeah it you know I, I don't know which one was better. Mm-hmm. Maybe not knowing and not feeling. Yeah, yeah I would say that. I think the, with the, I didn't, the first time around, I didn't feel didn't, the tugging and all yeah, of that. Yeah, you didn't know what you were getting, yeah. getting, really getting it, into. Then, you know, I think must have gave me some strong stuff because I didn't feel any of that. Wow. So, yeah. But the second one, I felt it all. Yeah. Girl. And I was just happy when it was like, done. It's okay, done. We're done. Yeah. It should, this is the things you go through. Like, you, the postpartum anxieties, the worries, the fears. Mm-hmm. You're like, am I making the right decision? Am right. I doing, you know? And it, it gets less and less, I feel like, as you yeah. go on your motherhood mm-hmm. journey, the guilt, the the anxieties. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's less and less. Yeah. It should be, at least. You right. hope that it should be, but. And I'll yeah. say this. No, out of all of our friends and family who have had babies, no one story 
pregnancy journey birthing is the same like not one not one. everyone has done something different tried something different mm-hmm. um and i like that we all talk about it because at least for me i'm able to make decisions or at least inform decisions right on mm-hmm. like well should i do this should i do that how do we overcome this and not that i'm you know copying anyone but i like to take information yes. from other people it's helpful yeah yeah um yeah. Especially if somebody else went through something like, oh, how did you approach that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I'll try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's helpful. Especially if you have people in your circle that's gone through it versus reading it somewhere. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's our first episode. And you'll hear more about <laughs> our pregnancy and birthing journeys throughout other episodes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll pop up. We'll remember things here and there. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. Any topics you want us to cover, drop us a DM at Dope as a Mother on Instagram.